presto. Gavin here, episode 118 of the Business Mastermind podcast. Welcome back. I hope I find you fit and well. Over recent weeks on the Hey Presto Friday episodes, you probably have seen a theme around reset, refocusing the conversations of your team members, your employees as they get back into work, you know, changing the narrative. Then we'll talk about raising standards, raising the bar in your business. Today, I want to talk about, are you pushing the boundaries enough? You know, where in your business have you found that given recent occurrences that you have settled or are settling, maybe for a lower level of turnover, maybe it's plateauing revenues, plateauing profits, a lower order book, for example. I'm reminded of, um, actually, the weekend. I spent my weekend reading, beginning to end, my book, Survive and Thrive, uh, How to Secure, Scale and Succeed in Business, uh, because it came back from typesetting and I needed to go through every single page to just check if the layout was correct, there weren't any more typos, etc. Never ceases to amaze me how many times I've, type, I've, I've read it through and you still find the little typo, the umpteenth read through. But there's a couple of stories that jumped out from me from the book that I think are hugely relevant here. And one of them is this idea around sometimes when we have an obstacle, when we have a setback, the problem can be so consuming, it obscures the goal, the objective. So let's say your goal is a certain level of turnover, a certain level of profit. Um, I was working um, recently with a business that had uh, ambitious growth plans, as they often do, and 60% of their profit for a particular year, this particular year, was predicated on the launch of an iPad app. And the development team were way behind and it was evident that the iPad app would not launch that year. And therefore, it looked as if revenues and and profits in particular were going to be down 60%. And the business um, CEO, the MD of the, the UK arm of the business, then went to great lengths to convince me why the goal, the targets had to come down. You know, we can get hugely creative at justifying or rationalizing why the new goal, the lower goal, is justified and appropriate. I, maybe because I was being a bit challenging that day, a little bit belligerent that day, I said, um, ah, it doesn't work like that. And he looked at me uh, really strange and I said, we set a goal. You know, well, let's do whatever it takes to succeed. You know, when you're driving along and you put your destination to your sat nav and you come across uh, a roadworks, you know, a, a, a road closure, you don't, your sat nav doesn't say, oh, let's stop here then because our way is blocked. Of course not. Your sat nav finds an alternative route for you to get to your destination. So this is what we did. I said, come on, let's take that creativity with a little smile in my eye. I said that you're now using to rationalize the lowering of the goal. Let's take that creativity and focus on how else can we achieve that goal? How else can we achieve that objective? 20, 30 minutes later, we had a number of new ideas, a number of strategies of how actually we could replace what we thought would have uh, you know, been the profit that we would have re- uh, got from the iPad app. So it's massively, massively important that, you know, what are you settling for? Are you settling for a plateauing of revenues or profits? Are you settling for a lower order book or an okay year? You know, it, how we think about things has a massive impact the power on our performance and the actions that we take of ourselves, of our team. 
you know, others in business now are kipping, are, are napping, they're having a sleep, they're taking it easy, their foot's off the gas. Now's the opportunity where you can get market share, shift your thinking. You can land deals, you can win new customers, you can attract people by being out there, by being vibrant. Um, Another couple of prompts this week have uh, come forward to mind. I was told yesterday on a call um, uh, of a quote from Schumacher, worse to the effect of, is truly best driving. My truly best driving happens on the very edge of catastrophe. I I love that. Um, I tell a story in the book around uh, around this idea about how hard are you pushing yourself that um, you know that I love sailing and um, in my sort of 20s I owned with two really really good friends um, a small 18 foot sailing boat on Lake Windermere uh, in the UK and they had a winter series of races so you know when it was cold and you're chipping ice off the decks and it was blowing a gale we would be the nutters that would drag ourselves out there on a Sunday morning and go sailing yeah great fun and it was on the days that it was blowing a gale and so we were all kitted up and we had our uh, this boat was particularly lively and i mean if you got it right in a strong wind ooh, was it exhilarating if you got it wrong you'd be going for a very cold icy swim in the waters of lake windermere so um with you know the water filling the lake coming off uh, you know it's no uh, snow top mountains and surrounding the lake so uh, we were sailing this particular day. We had our wet suit, dry suits on, actually, and our life jackets on, and we perhaps and gloves, and we all had all the right equipment. And you sort of tack up the, to the to, to the top mark. You turn around and you go downwind. And normally downwind, you lift the you hoist the bright, colourful sail that billows out the front, called the spinnaker. But usually, if it's too windy, it, you, you're asking to capsize if you put this uh, uh, <laughs> spinnaker up. And my good friend, who was the skipper, who was driving the boat, who was very, very good at it, actually, he shouted, "Right, kite!" Slang for for um, for the spinnaker, kite up. And we looked around and. Nobody else in the whole of the fleet had their spinnaker up, their kite up. So we went, are you sure? Kite up! Okay. And it was like, I won't say it was Tesla-esque acceleration, but we shot off the blocks. (laughs) And the boat was on a knife edge. You know, have you ever been in that situation where half of you is completely, you know, petrified? (laughs) going to say something else then you can guess half of you is completely bricking yourself and the other half of you feels so exhilarated so alive and that is my point not only did we shoot right to the front of the fleet passing everybody else going on to win that race which was phenomenal we also inspired just like maybe it's a uh it's the wrong analogy but you know roger manis Bannister ran the four-minute mile, first person to run the four-minute mile, and you know a number of other people the following year followed that because they believed it was possible. Behind us in the fleet, the other more crazy or stroke confident people also raised their kites, their spinnakers, and they were in hot pursuit. But we went on to win that race. But in that moment, when you're half exhilarated, for me, half of me was totally exhilarated and half totally scared, I felt so alive. And it's in those moments when we feel most alive. You might have had that, you know, going down a, a double, uh, you know, black run or a double black diamond or a ski run. You might have had that driving. You might have had that on a mountain bike. You might have had that when you were really pushing yourself on a pitch uh, for a big deal or a big opportunity. But 
I think we have to create those moments when we feel on the edge and alive. Now, I'm not suggesting that we'd be reckless, that we don't have any kind of like safety equipment, uh, etc. You know, back to the story of me on the boat was um, the whole crew had dry suits on with thermal layers of clothing underneath the dry suits. We had hats and gloves on. We had, importantly and critically, life jackets on. So if we... And there were a lot of other boats and there were rescue boats around. So if we'd wiped out spectacularly and capsized, the worst thing really that could have happened realistically was we'd have been cold and wet and we would have been fished out of the water and we'd have sorted it out. We might have also broken the mast, but that's another thing. Um, but we would have, we had the safety equipment. If we were in shorts and t-shirts and no life jacket, clearly no safety equipment, then, then it would have been a different scenario. So I'm not advocating that you become reckless in your business. I'm advocating that you... I think you might need to challenge yourself again about where do you now need to take the risks? Where do you now need to push the boundaries? Where are you selling yourself on the justification, the rationalizations for lower profit. So I'm not being ignorant to what's happened over the last three or four months. What I'm being is challenging to invoke that fighting spirit in you to be able to go, come on, there's an opportunity now that others are keeping. Um, I'm going to be meeting uh, this week a business owner who is in a sector that quite at this moment in time you would think will be struggling. And uh, they are... um, writing new business. They are securing new tenants. They are winning business off competition, off the competition because they're pushing hard on the acknowledgement and the recognitions that others are napping. So now is a great opportunity. So where, where, what are you doing to create the stretch, the risk, the exhilaration, the excitement for you, for your team members? You know, that's when we feel alive. We've got to put the effort in to create the circumstances, to create the stretch, the exhilaration, the excitement. So where are you creating the likes to do or the okays to do and making the must do's, have to do's, so that you're pushing the, the limits and raising the bar like we talked about before, um, we talked about in the last podcast. Are your employees being stretched and challenged enough? What about your supply chain? Are your supply chain being stretched and challenged enough? You might go, of course they are. They're all really struggling mobilizing their supply chain, something we've talked about previously. But, you know, I'm reminded of that great story about Corning Glass, who who made the Gorilla Glass. And um, in, the, in the days of the prototype development of the first iPhone, you know, Steve Jobs... Uh, had worked with a prototype of the iPhone with a plastic cover and it quickly got scratched and it wasn't a great tactile experience. So he went to to Corning, the chief executive of the division of Gorilla Glass that's now used across so many of the smartphones, of course, including Apple. And he said, um, I need you to put, uh, I need you to develop glass for a front cover, uh, you know, front panel or pane of a, uh, of a new Apple device um, that's going to be scratch resistant and break resistance. And the normal development cycle, R&D development cycle of a product like that for Corning Glass was two years. And Job said to the chief exec uh, of this division, the Gorilla Glass division, you have six months. And the the story goes that the, the, the chief exec came away, the, 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 glass, the Gorilla Glass division, and he was equally, he'd said, yes, he'll do it, because Jobs had said, if he didn't, he'll find somebody else to do it. So he felt equally kind of like, scared how on earth we're going to do it we've never done this before but the strength of the belief and the power and the certainty um of jobs often known as his distortion 
<laughs> is reality distortion sort of field, but the distorting reality of what was possible within the time. He called upon the whole team of Corning Glass, Gorilla Glass, to turn to, to reduce by you know um, by seventy five percent their normal development R and D cycle to come up with the results within a six month time frame. Not to mention the, then the manufacturing etc. So I, I, it's when we hold ourselves to the highest standards that we can really achieve some amazing things. So are you stretching your supply chain enough? Are your employees are being challenged and stretched enough? You know, are, are you showing up in your business as the real deal? Are you stretching yourself enough or are you, are you playing half, you know, half cocked, so to speak? Sometimes when we're at our most authentic, uh, when we strip back the layers and the cloak of who we are, um, going with what's right, what feels to be the the right, then that's where we can make the biggest difference and have the greatest impact and, and connection with our members of our team, our suppliers, our customers, and, and, and grow our business the most. We have to seek out the juice, the opportunities, the things that stimulate us. You know, I, I'm, I'm fascinated when I talk to business owners who are growing and scaling. At the moment, there's two camps. Of, well, the ones that I'm talking to, there's two camps. The third, the first camp is that a number are punch drunk and battle weary. And another are oh, just fired up. And what's the difference? By the way, the third group, they're, they're just in hibernation. But what's the difference between, difference between the first two groups? Because by over time, there will be a big distance between those first two groups. And that's it. They are seeking actively, they're fighting for and looking for and seeking out the opportunities to gain market share, to use this as an opportunity for reinvention, for creation, for growth. You know, the phoenix rising out of the fire. So, yes, there's been a story that I've been building up to over the time or theme of this story has been about comeback and writing your comeback story and being the victor, not the victim of the situation. And the specifics today is where... Are you settling for less in your business? And as a result of it, your margins are plateauing, your order book's not looking great, and you've accepted that's okay because, of course, of what's going on the last four months with coronavirus and lockdowns, etc. Well, hey-ho, we're likely to have a second, if not even a third wave. We've got to adapt now. Now is the time where we're going to be out there innovating and setting a new standard and challenging ourselves. That's the goal, we set that goal for a reason. Let's invoke the creativity, the passion, the resourcefulness of everybody that we're going to engage in with from our supply chain through our team members, uh, through to our customers, our funders, etc., our collaborative partners uh, to see how actually we can still achieve the original goals that we had, that we can create the excitement, the exhilaration where we can feel that amazing sense of being... <laughs> totally on the edge of half being petrified and half being totally exhilarated. Another example where I experienced that was, uh, you know, doing that a totally rational thing about jumping out of a perfectly good aeroplane and uh, doing a skydive in New Zealand. Yeah, same situation. He was like, half of me was going, ah, I'm going to die. And the other half of me was going, oh my God, this is so amazing. So it's in those moments that we feel most alive. And I want you to get some of that juice, some of that excitement, some of that meaning back into the business so that, you know, for those two different parts, uh, if you are, for example, that group of business owners that are feeling a bit punched drunk and a bit weary and a bit scared, you know, understandably, I want you to change the trajectory by challenging yourself, by pushing the boundaries. Yes, I'm not encouraging you to be reckless, safety equipment, you know, analogy here in terms of your business. 
so that you're not making reckless moves, but show up more authentically, set the direction, set the way and challenge all those around you to step up to the plate. To engage in conversations on topics such as this that we cover on Hey Presto, go across to gavin.live, request to connect, and you can take part in the conversation. And if you're intrigued to find out more about my upcoming book, Survive and Thrive, How to Secure, Scale and Succeed in Business, then head over to surviveandthrive.cc. That's surviveandthrive.cc. Be good to yourself and those around you. Be grateful for what you already experienced. Be great at what you do. And make sure that this week you're that bit better than last. And remember, you've got this. You are good enough. Now, go and make it happen.